0: With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, MyLifeInABook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And MyLifeInABook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today.
1: Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me, Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right, no fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank, it's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com,
0: This is Germany.
1: And this is Brittany. And
0: this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast.
1: A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike.
0: Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more.
1: And trust. If we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls
0: who do. Our goal is to create a safe space for growth, Inspiration, laughter, and love, free of judgment, in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before.
1: It's Homegirl Vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny.
0: A lot of fucking funny.
1: So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey y'all! Welcome back. Welcome
0: back, baby. Boo, sugar dumplings. Sugar lumps. Yeah, sugar lumps. Honey
1: bunches of oats. Yeah,
0: scum drops. <laughs> What's up? All that candy yeah.
1: factory. Um, sorry. Yeah, canceled. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Take that away. But yeah, how's it going? How are you doing?
0: It's, I'm going well. How about you?
1: I'm doing pretty good. Good. How was your weekend? My weekend was chill. Okay. Um, real chill weekend. What'd you do? What did I do? Friday oh gosh the weekend be so short the weekend weekend. be so short but you know sometimes we maximize the weekend by turning up on friday night but this because last week we were at rashaun party on friday night
0: set the tone i wish we could have doubled back i was thinking that that as soon as
1: friday came around i'm like dang it ain't nothing like that popping off but anyway so friday i didn't do anything saturday Mm -hmm. um I just got up, went to the grocery store. Whenever I go to the grocery store on Saturdays, I feel accomplished. Yeah. You feel like a a responsible adult. Yeah, because Sundays, like we go to church, we do this podcast and trying to squeeze in grocery shopping and cooking and all that is kind of a lot. It's kind of taxing. So whenever I go grocery shopping on Saturdays, I feel fulfilled. So I did that. And then I had planned to dye my hair, Mm -hmm. but the dye that I wanted was out of stock. So that got delayed. And then... We attempted to go to a little bar.
0: Gosh, LA.
1: LA turns everything into a thing. So you would think, hey, you want to go to the bar? Usually you just grab your homegirls, you pull up, have a couple of drinks, do a couple of two steps, and then head everything on out. Over. But no, not yesterday. There was a line. We were waiting in the line.
0: People Which were an- politicking. annoying, Already annoying, the line. <sighs>
1: Right, so we just went next door and had some appetizers and a cocktail. Seriously. And called it a night. Because it
0: was going to be a burnt mission. It was
1: going to be a burnt mission because I hate the politicking. Once politicking starts, I remove myself from the situation because it's annoying. Yeah, Um, But a lot. the appetizers and the cocktail and the girl talk was nice.
0: It was.
1: And the daylight saving time came around and bit me in the ass.
0: Girl, dragged me by the hair. Y'all, so this drink, I don't know. I <laughs> I don't know what was in this drink. I really felt like, I don't know. I always say like they put something in the drinks. That's usually like my thing, which is not even funny. Right. People getting drugged. I don't take it lightly. Right. But I just say that the way I feel, the the, effect. the feeling of like, especially just,
1: when you're not overindulging one drink, right. I just knew
0: I was being responsible. I'm like, wow, I really felt drugged this morning. Like Maybe
1: it's because we're old no okay
0: no i don't think that was it i don't know maybe they're heavy on the drinks they Sweet probably Chips.
1: yeah they probably are heavy, heavy on, on the alcohol
0: coffee. they probably do like a shot and a half per drink drink because boy i felt like i was dragged down um speaking of grocery shopping on saturday i really like to do that too but sometimes don't you find that the produce and stuff is usually kind of slim pickings Mm-mm. oh sometimes that not in my to store
1: me. you know it varies Per Per store, but my store usually has their produce on.
0: God, I'd be like, damn. They're like, yeah, you got to come back later or come back sa- Sunday, and I'm like, okay. I hate
1: when I do go on days, and the produce is slim pickings. It's like, now y'all wasting my damn time. <laughs> you don't have the green onions. There's no cilantro.
0: The but... cilantro be the first to go. I'm like, are we all making <sighs> cilantro lime rice? I'm like,
1: what's up with the cilantro? Girl, I told you what happened God. last week when I accidentally grabbed parsley. parsley.
0: But parsley is good to put on anything over anything. It's really good for- I
1: needed it for my salsa.
0: I'm just letting you know that it's good to incorporate on top of your food. The oil and parsley is good for your digestive system, oh, God help. cleaning you out. Yeah, your clo- colon is really good. I think I'm going to do a colon cleanse. I've never done one, so. You know I I'll
1: be I will be keeping you lifted in prayer. Yeah. Let us know how it's that gonna goes. It's going to be next I think you're next week cuz new- you got to
0: be close to home, you know, when you are doing shit with your colon. Right. You can't be out in the public so we ain't got nothing really scheduled okay yeah no go ahead let it out tmi or what let but... it
1: out i mean we're all advocates for health so yeah. the colon cleanses is what's gonna get you gathered. removing
0: your toxins and stuff like that i've never done one and i'm like 30 years what's the downtime um you, like just for the weekend be close to home because you're doing a lot of expelling you know so uh, you so basically my mom has always done a colon cleanse she does the ckls Kidney clean, colon, kidney, liver, spleen. Mm. So the herbs work to clear out those organs and remove any toxins from those organs. Yeah, so you should do like a cleanse. Once or twice a year, Mm -hmm. just everything that we take in, all the metals and just everything that's just built up is really good. So the first day you take five herbs the night before you go to bed and then the next morning your system is flowing. So then you're supposed to do, um, drink olive oil, I think 16 ounces of olive oil oil and lemon to just kind of ease that process and break down everything. And then um, lots of water, of course, no dairy, no, you know, shit that we already do, no alcohol. So and then you take 3 herbs the next day. So you really work in those first 2 days. So the I would say home downtime is like a day or two. Okay. And then after that you just kind of take I think 1 or 2 per night until the 7 days is up.
1: Okay, so it's a 7-day cleanse.
0: It's 7 days. Okay. So I think I'm gonna, I'm Yeah, do let it.
1: me know how it goes. Um and then I'll I prob- can grab some for you when yeah, I Yeah, because you know based on now this then turned into a health segment. So what? Let it be. Right. Based on um the conversation we have with Willa Zay about like hormones and everything. She was talking about the dandelion root tea yes. and how that helps detoxify like the liver. Mm-hmm. And so I think I remember we were talking and she said that I should do like a hard cleanse to just yeah. get it back to a basic standard level. So that it can operate at its optimal level i'm like okay maybe i, totally I should do a cleanse to um i'm just nervous about cleanses the word cleanse gives me a little
0: anxiety <laughs> why is good i've been like because i a always of think
1: of it as like an extreme
0: i mean but sometimes you need an, an extreme to really to re- reboot yeah and get your insides going because True. if you're not doing anything we can't just like i'm pretty regular of course when you have more of a plant-based diet you usually are but there's still years of like whatever else that's built, right. built up in there. So we'll chat a little more. I can grab you the the um, pills. Yeah. CKLS, you can look it up. If you guys are interested in it, look it up. It's like the number one colon cleanser.
1: I feel like I've heard of that. Yeah. CKLS.
0: I think the the thing is like new body or the brand. It's, let me look. And I think it's like $22, 23 It's Cost pretty affordable. Yeah. It's pretty affordable. Um, Let me see. Sorry, I'm Googling. Doing my Googles. Is yeah, New Body is the brand. New body products, CKLS. And it's really just all herbs aloe vera resin, chamomile, um, all this other shit that I don't know. Cayenne, dandelion, mm-hmm. eucalyptus, and some other herbs that I'm not familiar with. But I hear that it does wonders. And my mom again has been doing it for like 20, 30 years. For oh, wow. for a long time she's been doing um the doing the CKLS cleanse every now and again. So Okay. Um
1: something to look forward to yeah well, i'm getting my physical exam my yearly annual exam tomorrow so you know a clean yes, of health
0: yes and just is something else since we're on this wellness chat just off the rip um when i had went and got my wellness exam a couple weeks ago i was like um i need you to do my pap talking to my doctor and she's like well you're not really you don't really need a pap and i'm like sis Give it to me, need. I want it. And she was like, well, but you know with the pap smear, like we're going to take the cells. She was like, do you just want me to do a pelvic exam? So if they give you pushback on a pap, because you might not need the cells taken. Um, And a reason for that, she explained to me and I understood it, was that a, a lot of women's pap smears were coming back abnormal. Yeah. That's happened to me before I've had an abnormal pap in which they had to do a biopsy of the uterus and it's called a colo- coloposcopy. Coloposcopy, I think that's it. And they basically take a little snap of your uterus send it off and depending on what the cells come back is either good or not but basically these women were getting these um pelvic i mean pap smears every year and a lot of times they were coming back abnormal they were doing biopsies until years go by and then you have little to no uterus because they (gasps) oh they keep taking little samples Mm. so then they started realizing you know more times than none 90 percent of the time is coming back normal so we need to change the time from one year to three years and then after you get a certain age it goes to five years i think so um I'm at that three-year point, and I was just like, I'm totally cool with that, but I still prefer for you to do a pelvic exam. Just make sure everything looks healthy in there. Nothing wrong. Of course, do your STDs um, screening and so on and so forth. Yeah. And then unless there's something where you're like, hey, I have some abnormal bleeding. Hey, I have some funky discharge. Something's going on. Then they'll go forward with doing an actual pap smear. Got so it. just word, you know, if you go and they give you pushback.
1: Yeah. They'll so I'll be actually, I'm requesting I mean, the pelvic exam. Yes. Full um,
0: STD, STD panel. Yeah. And then
1: I'm also gonna do the hormone testing. Yeah. Full shebang So give me all uh-huh. my shit. I'm paying you guys. I
0: got my blood work done. I thought something was wrong with my hormones too because I had like hot flashes all the time. And she's like, "Is your period regular?" And I'm like, "Yeah, girl." And lupus runs in my family, so I've gotten oh, my hormones yeah. checked before. So I'm I'm good, thankfully. Praise be. Thank Thank Praise glory be to God. Shit. Yeah. So um. Anyway, uh so. So, new we, week,
1: new tea? Well, actually, oh no, what what I Actually, did.
0: I was going to ask how your week was, but we can save that in you know. Okay, so yeah, new week, new tea.
1: Where we kiki with you and you kiki with we.
0: Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> Again.
1: Yeah, so um this week or mm-hmm. last week and I always say I always want to say this week, but then I have to realize like we're entering a new week yes. and we're discussing what happened last week before we dive so into it. So just our bear with week. us. So last week it came out on International Women's Day, which was Friday. Yeah. That baby fat is making a comeback. What okay. do you think about that? Um Morally, was... Sims brought back bought back the company.
0: I was never a baby fat fan growing up. I know it was everywhere. Um, It wasn't my vibe, but I probably wouldn't wear it now. Just some things I just don't feel like need to be resurrected.
1: I don't, I'm waiting to see how the new, the newness
0: looks. I think FUBU is coming back too. FUBU
1: is coming back too. I'm just like, are you guys coming back the same way you were in the nineties? Are we putting a fresh new twist on it? Like, is it the the oversized, the
0: the oversized clothing? The fat, the fat cat on the pocket the cat on the, butt, just a lot, a lot. Yeah. I'm curious to know how many of y'all out there with a baby fat cat tattooed on y'all. Cause you Dead. know, that was a thing. The baby fat yeah, cat was, was getting tattooed on the bottom it of the back.
1: Yeah, I know. Various places. Yeah.
0: Holler at us if you still have that baby fat cat. Um, somewhere. I
1: don't have the tat, but <laughs> I did have a few baby fat pieces and I remember when they made the baby fat kids.
0: Yeah, I remember that.
1: I was so happy because, um, that fit me better.
0: Okay, (laughs) slim
1: thing. It fit me better because I wasn't fully into junior. Uh Uh So I'm like, okay, they got a kid section and it had a little twist to it. So I'm like, I can work with the kid section baby fat. So I had a few pieces from that, but I did have one of the junior puff coats, (laughs) the baby pink one. Yeah. And I think it said baby fat across the back. The
0: back, usually it did. Yeah. Wild wow, fashion.
1: Um, girl, they used to the thing with baby fat is they were always good for creating the fits that match the new Jordans perfectly. Like when those black and Jordan retro ones came out <laughs> and they had the black puff coat with the gold detail. Uh-huh. And then they all I'm like, you know what? The up against uh-huh. the wall vibe.
0: Oh yeah. Up against the wall was, was a, a, vibe. a vibe. Little vibe. It was a mood. Yeah. So are you gonna be wearing a little baby fat to the millennial tour? No, Millennium I probably tour? won't be
1: purchasing any baby fat. Yeah. I don't see. I wish I had a name any.
0: belt. I wish I just had something in the archives that I have forever that I could still like whip out. I
1: wish I had just like a little Von Dutch hat <laughs> because I could just slap that on and then you know rock my traditional. Clothes. I mean, you
0: could totally find a Von Dutch hat. That's nothing. One a- thing Ed I'm Hardy. not going to do
1: though is break the bank.
0: No, I'm not going out to make a look for one day. And you know what? We might just have to pull up in our regular gear because we'll have a busy ass day. A busy week. We day. literally are driving. Oh, and I have that day off early. So no tea. Okay. So we are literally driving to Fresno yeah. to go to the millennium. Is it millennium or millennium? Millennium. Millennium Tour. Driving back that later after. And then Brittany and I are going to Coachella for the very days. next day. So yeah, for three days. bitches will be busy.
1: Booked and busy. Booked
0: and busy. Let us know if you girls think that baby Fat or these brands should make a comeback. Now they're saying should House of Darion come back? Now
1: they you know House of Darion never was hitting. It never we was. We love Beyonce, but that never resonated with anyone. I don't know if it was like, they had like a kind of New Orleans style The fleur de lis on
0: everything. Yeah. I never was a, the house of Darion. I but. don't think
1: anybody really was. It never hit. Now, what hit? The apple bottom. <laughs> the apple bottom pant. I never did that. You know what? The I apple was... bottom, the rock aware. I never Echo. was into the urban I really fashion. liked Echo.
0: I Echo never Unlimited. Did. Wook, was, Wook was totally into the urban fashion. I wasn't. I was like, I would just wear like. Basic, like you know, like American Eagle vibes. Okay. I was into that kind Hollister. of stuff. Hollister, yeah,
1: I like that too. Yeah, and
0: like you know, how you go to Macy's and they have like Levi's and like Le- a Levi shirt, like a matching look. That Dead. was my look, you know. <laughs> so I wasn't into the urban or urban apparel, but um, I hear the Pele Pele, they want Pele Pele to make a comeback. I seen somebody in the comments when all of this shit was popping up talking about people in New York, we still bring our Pele Pele out for okay. a good time. Goodbye, I'm like, okay, night. And the um, fat farm shoes. Remember those? Those were trash.
1: Yeah. Some stuff did never, never hit.
0: That 50 Cent G-Unit never, t-shirt. That tank was that a That beater.
1: That wife beater. That was a Remember they made vibe. the woman edition? I didn't They know. had the G-Unit women. See? And they had a little slim fit wife beater from women. 50 Cent, he stayed in the beater. <laughs> yeah. He wore that shit religiously. Did. Um, but yeah, all these reboots rewinds and comebacks i'm like y'all can't come up with nothing new and innovative like I know things Get recycled and come back, but it just seems like people just like fuck it We ain't thinking about nothing new just run the shit that we did back
0: Well, I think we're in a very like a nostalgic area era There's like a lot, you know People want to be like tapped into what happened 10 15 12 20 years ago Like even solange tapping into the black planet Right. That was, that's a mood. It just brings you back to like, oh. What I was...
1: MySpace comes back?
0: MySpace did try to have a comeback a few years ago and oh, it they flopped. Did? Yeah, and they were making it more music-based, like SoundCloud. Mm. It was supposed to be like a SoundCloud, but it just kind of flopped. But, you know, things that like really touch our hearts, we we don't mind exploring and having them come back. So I think I that's what's going kicks on. I heard sidekicks
1: may be coming back.
0: I just can't. I can't.
1: Yeah, I'm sticking with the iPhone. I don't want you to aim I'm a loyalist me to the putting iPhone. Putting up my away message. I don't have time to put up away messages. Whatever I got to say is coming straight to your phone. <laughs> I'm not feeling how you acting right now. I, you know, usually that'll be the away message.
0: The away message was like song lyrics. I'm getting a little
1: tired of your broken, broken promises, promises,
0: promises, promises. Period. period. <laughs> I'm away. Yeah. Shit. Okay. So. Okay. Anyway. Um. Thank you, girls, for being here. I yes. mean, if you've been here this long, this is our eighty-eighth episode, which Woo! is wow, wow, um, eighty-eight.
1: That's crazy. 88. We've been. This is the one of the only things I've been consistent with in my life. <laughs> that sounds so dramatic, but I mean, like creative pursuit.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's a yes. it's a good place to be. So, eighty-eight episodes. We're thankful for you guys. We only do it because you say you love it. So, if you say you love it, we're gonna need you to show us all. We I'm want gonna you... Need you to show us, baby. Okay. Just make sure you rate, review, subscribe, continue to support by telling a homegirl to tell a homegirl. It really means the world to us when you guys tag us and things and people say, oh, the homegirl put me on. That is just makes our little heart yes. smile. So um, just support the things you love. We're an ecosystem here. We give to you, you give to us. And this is just your form of payment.
1: Yes. So today we're going to show our appreciation for the ratings and reviews by reading a review of the week. This one comes from Naturally Lay. She says, the best podcast ever. Mm. Hey, y'all. I wrote a review a few days ago, but I never saw it, so I don't know if it posted. Pause. First of all. You're a good girl for coming back. We love this. That's
0: beautiful. Dedication. We love this, for
1: sure. Cue yes. the Nipsey. Come on. bring
0: Dedication. It back. Bring it back. Okay. Play.
1: Either way, I have no problem writing another because that's how much I love y'all in this podcast. I listen daily and this podcast provides me with all the homegirl vibes and laughs I need during my commute or whenever I listen. Not only are you ladies informative, but you make this podcast so funny and relatable. I share it with all my girls. Thank you both for creating something so great to listen to in all of the other spaces, the Facebook page, IG, IG Live, and etc. for us to connect. Love y'all. We love love you, you. too. Love you. Thank Thank you you so so much. much. Yes, and thank you to all the other mommies who rated and reviewed the podcast this week. We appreciate you, too.
0: Yeah, so like Naturally Lay said, we have all these other platforms for you girls to tap into. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's the website, theblackgirlbravado.com, for you to stay abreast on everything that we have going on, live events and shows and shit like that. We have the Facebook group where um, you can connect with other like-minded women. Drop your tea in there. Again, Brittany and I mentioned, it's just us who do this podcast we're actually looking for some interns some interns and some assistants yes to help us because it's so much work doing it on our own um so we posted on the instagram we're looking for a pr like a public relations manager manager specialist yes and a social media strategist yes so um, we've already gotten a bunch of emails but please if this is an area that you're experienced in, or you know someone who's experienced in this area, have them email us at contact at the black again, contact at the black so we can connect with you. So yeah, yeah there's join a, the squad. Yeah. Gang gang. Yes. There's a bunch of places for you to um, link up with us and naturally lay already highlighted them. So click up, Squad,
1: and they're all down in the show notes. It go down our Instagram, Facebook group, the Black Girl Provider Podcast, Homegirl Hangout. Mm-hmm. Everything's down in the show notes for you, so don't worry; you don't have to remember it. It's down there for you to connect with, and we're waiting for you to link up. That's Period.
0: It. So last week's episode, episode eighty-seven, was "Color Struck: Colorism in the Black Community." We spoke about having, uh, well, we had an honest conversation about our individual experiences with colorism and the effects it's had on our had on our lives so mm-hmm. you girls had a lot to say about colorism your experiences with colorism mm-hmm. especially on the live mm-hmm. um
1: on the live and in the facebook group it's crazy we've all been affected in different ways but we've been affected nonetheless so. yeah um we talk oh and you know um what i was reading after the live was that serena will serena venus williams dad they're, they're coming up with a biopic about their dad's life, King Richard. Yeah. And, and Will, will Smith, Smith is playing identical. him. So they're ta- So they're saying that that's colorism because he clearly looks nothing like the dad. Will Smith is light-skinned and the dad is chocolate. Well, how
0: about it could not be colorism because they're going beyond color to make sure that a great actor plays his role? Or are they saying that people will receive it better because Will is light?
1: Are, are you saying they're saying they will receive it better? Oh, I'm I don't know. I'm trying to find, is there... Yeah, I don't know what they're saying. When I, when I found out that Will Smith was play, playing him, I personally didn't feel like it was colorism. Um, it could Same. have been the father might have requested for Will Smith to play him. Yeah. I mean, Will Smith is a great actor. Maybe someone who's just as good as Will Smith, that's darker skin tone wasn't available or didn't execute the audition. The I don't Idris know. Edris Idris Elba. Yeah, or... Samuel L. Jackson or something. Oh, Sam Jackson would have been great. Mm-hmm. Denzel maybe even. Damn. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. That's just what the conversation was. I saw several articles and think pieces about colorism when it came to the casting for that movie.
0: Mm, interesting. I so guess we'll, we'll just have to wait yeah, and see. Yeah, we'll just
1: have to see. I, I will be watching it because that man, he didn't know a lick about tennis. And look where he got his daughters.
0: Oh, pardon me, ladies. What a black father. Iconic. Yes. (laughs) That's what happens. We cannot be stopped, okay?
1: Yeah. So we had a great conversation, and we want to keep that conversation going. We also heard from your girlfriends that you like the girlfriend gag type episode, so we will for sure be having more episodes like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, And you can send your topic suggestions if you have any. If there's something we haven't spoken about, just send that shit right on over, Mm -hmm. and we'll look at it and see what we can do. Yeah. So today... Today's conversation stems from a candid I guess, conversation. Candid conversation yeah. and um, self awareness. Yes. And understanding areas of opportunity.
1: For sure. So, uh,
0: in a nutshell, we want to speak about active listening. Listening in general. Shit, listening. Because I hardly be listening, period. So,
1: same. We want to shed light on what it means to be an active listener because.
0: I've been passively listening.
1: I've been so passively listening and it's not, it goes beyond conversations. Like I passively listen to podcasts sometimes. Like I usually get the meat and potatoes, but they're small little details that I usually miss or don't retain mm-hmm. um, because I'm always multitasking. Like I'll be listening to a podcast and I'll be texting or I'll be scrolling through Instagram, which seems like, you know mindless but it's still my brain is doing multiple things at once or i'll be scrolling through twitter facebook sometimes i'm reading an article while listening to a podcast like it's an issue
0: yeah it's a lot it's a lot it's
1: an issue yeah
0: um i find that i'm extremely forgetful and i know it's because i I don't make any i guess i don't have any intention when i'm using to some listening to some things Mm -hmm. so it's easy for me to like it literally just goes in and out. It's like, I'm just listening because somebody's speaking or just, I'm not even listening really. Yeah. It's hard to put it to words, but like somebody will say something and something, a name will be in, uh, an article. Yeah. So say it's Brandy Smith is the creator of pepper spray. Just saying that a few minutes later, I'll be like, damn, who's the creator of pepper spray? What's this person's name? Because I just let it flow in and out. Yeah. So, um, that's kind of where this basis of this conversation has come from. And we just want to speak about intentionality and how it plays into your mindful listening. So, so you want to talk about our weeks?
1: Yeah, let's talk about our weeks and how we got here.
0: Okay. So essentially a good, good friend of mine, we were having a conversation like, how's your day? and da, 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 And I'm like, Oh, my day is going this way. How's your day? And then the person was like, Whoa, 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 wait, like, what did you manifest today? and i was like mm, what the <laughs> fuck i was like yo you caught me off guard because i think we speak about manifesting and things and claiming but not in a day-to-day sense right we think about it like bigger this picture month, yeah this overall year, this year my life you never really look about like what can i manifest today right. this moment to make changes to my big goal or even just to make my day go better right so i was like oh wow damn that was deep so i started feeling a little shitty Because I was like, I didn't manifest anything and I'm a manifesting master. So I kind of was like, yo, bitch, you just kind of passively got through the day. You literally just worked. Even though you're working on your white man gig, you're working on the black girl gig. Like what, what intentionality did you really set aside and say, yo, this is going to happen today. I'm claiming this, I'm honoring this and I'm going to make it work. So that led to like another conversation spiraling out of that. And this idea that the person said that they have a playlist that they created specifically for the morning. Mm -hmm. Typically, I wake up, I listen to podcasts in the morning. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll listen to some higher vibrational music, something like a Christian based, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, It just depends on the mood. But typically it's a podcast. So they were like, yeah, I start my morning off with this song. And I have about I think their list is maybe like seven or eight songs to get them out of the house. And I was like, damn, I'm so inspired by that. I was like, I totally need to do that. Get up, set my playlist and that needs, I need to be able to be up in enough time to listen to it, almost start to finish. So there shouldn't be a need for me to get, to be late to work or, Or you know, I should be like, turn your podcast on. yeah. And they even said that like the first thing that they do is wake up. They pray for the people in their lives, for themselves. They muse over their um, vision board, Mm -hmm. which I was like, nigga, you're musing over your vision
1: board. (laughs) don't even have one.
0: So musing over their vision board and then starting their playlist. And their playlist is like, of course, we have the affirmation playlist that we created for you girls. You Mm -hmm. can use that if you want. But their morning playlist is essentially their affirmations. Claiming what kind of day they're going to have through song, right? So I just thought that that was completely inspired, and it brought me back to the point that, like, yo, how am I actively participating in my own life? Right, bringing it back to the intentionality,
1: and yes,
0: intentionality. Like I just go through, and I feel like there's all the stimulants, you know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, be
1: self inflicted stimulus, honestly,
0: everything. And mm-hmm. speaking of what, which, I need to figure out, I need to, like, slow everything down. Like, yo, I'm only focusing on this this week. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm reading this week. I'm not doing Instagram this week. Yeah. I'm not listening to the podcast this week. I'm doing, the, like, I really have to pick and choose because I see that I have a very short fucking attention span.
1: Same. So. And that, that. That's what brings me to my end of the deal. Tell me. To the conversation. So with active listening, just like you, I listen to podcasts all the time. And usually, like, if I'm listening to a podcast that I know that uh, my friends listen to as well, as soon as I'm listening to a funny part, I'll text like, girl, when Kid Fury said da-da-da, screaming. Mm -hmm. So I did that. I text Kayla. I was like, wait, I'm dying at Keir Fury when he said, and I don't even remember what he said, but I'm like, I'm dying at Kier Fury when he said this, that, and the other.
0: You were actually texting and realizing you didn't remember? No. Oh, I'm saying right now, I don't
1: remember oh, what, he, what I was texting, but I was texting Kayla and I was like, I'm laughing at Keir Fury on this part. And she was like, yeah. And when he said, um, da da," da, which was before <laughs> the part that I just told her about, I was crying too. I did not recall recall. that part.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with my attention span? Like I'm listening to the podcast, obviously, but that part that came before this part that I'm telling her about, I don't remember. And that happens all the time. Like she'll be like, did you, I would listen to the whole episode. She'll be like, when he said, when they were talking about this, I'm like, huh?
0: Girl, i be scared that I have dementia, <laughs> like that I have early set dementia because I don't be remembering shit. And I don't, I I don't think
1: it's dementia, it's because you're not actively listening.
0: Precisely. I would
1: be like, and I will say that, I'll be like, girl, I don't be all the way tapped in. And it's because I'm listening, but I'm doing 50 million other things, are daydreaming, or drifting off, just not fully in tune with what, the, what I'm listening to. And I'm like, this is a problem. Yes. And so I took a little test, a little quick test. we'll link it in the show notes if you want to test yourself and it was basically like what's your patience your attention span how good of an active listener are you Mm -hmm. i got a 30 out of 100
0: i thought you had a 45 30 i'm probably lower than that
1: out of 100 and it asks questions like um when people are talking like do you interject do you um paraphrase or repeat what they're saying and a lot of the times I'm I do I feel like maybe I'm a better active listener in conversation but outside of conversation that's where I really have an issue with the active mm-hmm.
0: listening yeah totally I totally understand that because when I'll be listening to shit I, I once I realize like yo you really are not retaining a lot of the shit that you it's hear, the retention the retaining i made a point to rewind what I was listening to and make a mental note of the name that they said and I repeated it to myself Oh my. <laughs> so and I re- I kept repeating the name. I was like, okay, Brandy Smith created Pepper Spray. Brandy Smith created Pepper Spray. I said it like 3 4 times to myself and every time that they would talk during the episode I'm like, yeah, that's Brandy Smith. She created pepper spray. Yeah. So I kept making these mental notes to like, hey, remember this. Remember this. Remember this. So now if somebody asks me who created pepper spray, then I could be like Brandy, Brandy Smith,
1: Smith, motherfucker. Right. Or even when you're talking, you can be like, you know, Brandy Smith, the creator of pepper, pepper spray, spray instead of saying, you know, the lady who created pepper spray. um, What's And her not name? to say that we won't forget things because, I mean, we have vast knowledge and we pick up so much all the time. But there's some shit that just really comes in and goes right out, or never even comes, comes full in, in. Yeah,
0: I'm like, my you shit know just what? knock on the door and turn. It does the ding dong ditch <laughs> to my memory. <laughs> it would be like ding dong and right away. Now you're here. Now we're gone. I'm like, where'd you go? Come right. back. So yeah, that's basically we're, we're tying all of this in to say we gotta listen better, y'all.
1: Yes, and so we have research to back what we're saying because research says that we only remember between 25 to 50 percent of what we hear.
0: That mean if you have a 10-minute conversation with somebody, they're remembering like two way minutes. less than half of it. Yeah. That's crazy. Two to
1: five minutes of a 10-minute conversation. Yep. And you could be missing some very pertinent information mm-hmm. in that two to five minutes because if I'm talking for 10 minutes, best believe I done said some shit. I can get a full <laughs> story out in 10 minutes. Yes. So we want to talk, we want to practice actively listening. So if you're confused or you don't understand what it means to actively listen, when, you, when you're actively listening to somebody, you're fully engaged and you're immersed in what this person is saying. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, um, that's what therapists do. They actively listen. Mm-hmm. They're listening with the intent to understand versus what we normally do, which is the intent to respond. Yes. So you want to, you're basically be, being like a sounding board for whoever's talking. Listening fully to what they're saying, not interrupting them, letting them say their piece and just processing what they're saying instead of worrying about your own ideas or your opinions. And so this person can feel like they're heard.
0: Yeah. Ultimately, we just need to be able to grasp the complete message of what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes I'll be like, oh, yeah, I think you said that. That's another thing inferring like what you thought because you didn't listen to what they said.
1: Yeah.
0: We got to get past that. Yes, (laughs) Shit, we got to get past that.
1: Yes. So make sure that you're not only hearing the person, but you're able to comprehend what the person is saying because we can hear all day. But very rarely do we comprehend what the person is saying. And even further than comprehending, relay back to the person that we're having the conversation with like, Yes, I do hear you. And furthermore, I do comprehend what you said. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about, um, should we talk about ways that we block communication?
0: Yeah, that's a good one.
1: So here are some ways so we can be mindful before we go into the like some suggestions to be better active listeners. Um, Here are some ways that we usually block communication or we're not good listeners. So when someone's talking to you and they're explaining a story and we'd be like, why, why? Yeah. Like, let me get there. I'll tell you why. So why that, that can make somebody defensive and that can make them just not even give you the full gist of the story and just shut the fuck down. Mm -hmm. So let's try to shy away from why questions. Not saying you can't ask them at all, but just be mindful of how you're asking them and when you're asking them.
0: Yes. That's a good one. Another one. Um, would be kind of quick reassurances, saying stuff like, oh, girl, don't worry about that.
1: Without, or it's all yeah. good.
0: Like Before you even get the full story like, sis, I don't need you to tell me not to worry about it. That's really like brushing it off. Yeah, We had no interaction, no engagement. You're just like, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. be like,
1: I'm so down. You're going to be good.
0: Yeah, you all right, girl? Yeah. Trash. So we, we want to shy away from that. Quick, right before you get ready to throw out a quick reassurance, just be like, boop. Yes, zip it. They didn't ask me for that part of my opinion.
1: And here, speaking of opinion, another thing that can dead a lot of conversations Mm -hmm. and block communication, advising. The unsolicited advising. Because a lot of the times, even though people are telling their problems to you, they just want you to listen. So when you begin to advise, and I think the best thing for you to do is, and what you need to do is, that can cause some people to just shut down.
0: Yeah, that's also ties into the preaching vibe. Mm. Like, girl, you should have did this. Okay, no, but next time you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Like, no one needs you to preach to them when they're telling you a story or an experience yeah. or kind of giving their overview of what's happened to them. We don't need a preacher, preacher. <laughs> God.
1: Right. Say that for the pulpit. Seriously. Um, another blocker. Digging for information or forcing someone to talk about something that they don't want to talk about. Mm. Let the conversation flow. Mm. We you can ask questions to further the conversation along or maybe get a better better understanding but if you're aware you know when you're pushing it too far if somebody's not comfortable with talking about something I'm usually really good with that I'm like you know I'm not going to push too far because <laughs> they probably don't want to talk about it or you know I don't want to be all in their damn business so don't just go digging for information
0: yeah also don't patronize people mm. don't hit them with the the poor little tink tink <laughs> You know, like, oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Like, don't do the patronize. Because some people really get offended when you do that. They do. They would be like, girl, you don't got to. You don't need you to do the pity party. The pity party for me. Let me have my own pity party and let me invite you.
1: Right. Don't host one for me. And sometimes when you're saying, all oh, that's so sad, you may be projecting because you think it's sad. But I don't even feel sad. Like, you know, I could be like, I don't got no kids. I don't got no nigga. Damn, girl. I know. I feel bad for you. And it's like. Well, I, I don't, don't feel, feel bad. bad
0: for me. Yeah, I don't feel bad for me, sis. Yes, <laughs> I know it's hard. It's hard. Tell your neighbor it's tight, but it's right. Done. Um,
1: <laughs> blocking communication blockers. When we become distracted, oh my god, this be me. I feel like I daydream, but I don't even be daydreaming about nothing. But it's really easy for me to like venture off, or just like unmind. into something, or like else. just pick up my phone. Mm-hmm unconsciously just pick up my phone and I swear i would be listening, but it's like I'm scrolling or I'm typing. But when somebody does that to me, I'm like, you're not listening. Tap in. Tap in. You're on your phone. You're not listening. But I'll be quick to
0: pick up my phone. See, do unto others. As you want done unto you. Topping. My this, brethren. Yeah. Also another uh, communication blockers trying to top the story with someone else. Um, You know, when someone else is talking Mm, topping the story i feel like if you know the intention intention that's what is like a fine line between like okay you're trying to top my story versus you're also agreeing and um meeting me where i am and talking about it because you might say i had a hard time finding clothes and i'd be like girl i was at the mall and i have this that the same thing happened to me Mm -hmm. i'm not necessarily topping your story i'm agreeing like yeah, bitch is stressful.
1: It depends on context. Yes. Because if you're saying something, you're telling me a story, you're like, um I'm just so stressed out about my job right now. Like you're preparing to tell me about why you're stressed out about your job. And then I interject like, me too. This job today, they did this and they did that without even giving you a time, without even allowing you to completely tell your story. Like I just shifted the attention to me. Yes. And now I'm talking about my job and we went on and on about my job instead of letting you tell your story. And then once you're done, like, Girl, I feel you, and I feel exactly where you're coming from because at my job this week, the, the exact same, same shit was yeah, happening. Yeah,
0: definitely. So I guess context and knowing your person, who you're speaking with, yeah, and knowing when to when to get in there and chat about your experience,
1: mm-hmm. and that goes with that ties in with rushing the speaker.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel I know what you're saying before you even. Before they even complete Before you their even thought. know what I'm saying. Right. Why are you telling me you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel you. I feel, I feel you. You ain't even got to say no more. You ain't even got to say, <laughs> say no, no, no more. I'm already picking up what you putting down. Say no more. But I have to say more. Yes. So those are ways that we block communication a lot of the time unconsciously. And we want to shy away from those things and instead do some of these tips and suggestions to
0: help you out.
1: To help you be a better active listener.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned that you pick your phone up sometimes and you become distracted and things like that. Mm-hmm. So we want to, in order to be present and efforts to be present and be active listeners, we need to simplify our surroundings, right? Because our environments are full of all of these distractions. Phones, that's a biggie. Shit, the shit that's on TV, mm-hmm. other people who might be in our, in our in our environment. So during your interactions with the person, you want to... Mute your devices, turn the TV off, maybe sit in a room where it's just you and the other person and there's not all of these other factors playing into the dialogue and the experience. So simplify some shit.
1: I have to start muting my devices with myself because again, I will be watching TV and on my phone like for instance but and that's probably why i don't really be taking in shows like with the handmaid's tale so
0: tap in. that's something that you
1: really have to be focused on you can't be multitasking no. some shows you can't passively watch and that's one of the shows where you can't passively watch because one they're not speaking in our regular jargon yeah it's not even in present day it's just a lot it of different is in
0: present day <laughs>
1: That shit looked med- you medieval times. I know it's kind of. I know. I, I get it. It's, yeah. it's saying hypothetically it could it was present day, but it was like not. I know. Our, you know what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, but I would do that all the time. Like I will be passively watching some, some things you can passively watch. Like reality TV, you can passively watch that because it's, there's very little substance. Yeah. But some things you cannot passively watch. And I will be watching shit that requires active listen, and then passively. All the time I'm like, I got to put my phone in the living room Yeah, because if it's by me, my urges are going to cause me to um, tap in. But you know one thing I implemented that Ty suggested of Purple and Prosper? The Flipped app. It's a mindful, a wellness app which helps, it just erases the apps off your phone. For a period of time, like an hour, four hours, eight hours, two hours, however long you put, you want them to be off your phone. So it just takes them off your phone. And then after the time passes, they pop back up on oh your phone. Oh, my God. So that helps with, like, mindlessly just picking up your phone.
0: I need to do that for the first hour of in urgent. the morning.
1: That's what I've been doing for one hour from 6 a.m. because I wake up at 6 to 7 Um I'm n I am p- not activated and the apps disappear for an hour. But now I need to do it for two hours because I don't need them to pop back up until I get to work. That's
0: what I need to do.
1: Yep. We'll put it in do the show from... notes. It's
0: called flipped. F L I P D. I need to do mine from six to nine.
1: Yep. And that's what I wrote down for one of my morning routines. I said I don't want to be on my phone from until about nine to ten AM.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna be downloading that. Thanks, Ty. We love Ty. Yes, love her. So, um Yeah,
1: all that to say, yes,
0: simplify your
1: surroundings. We have to implement things like this because we're just programmed to just be on our phones first thing when we wake up. And we'll check them throughout the morning periodically, like just picking it up. Like, let me just go here. Girl,
0: that's what distracts me from getting out of the house on time. Every day. Every single day.
1: To this day. Yes. (laughs) Okay, another tip. Give yourself time. So when you're speaking with someone um or before you speak with someone, take a minute or two to clear your mind before you meet up with this person and practice some relax relaxation techniques like breathing, muscle relax muscle relaxation so that you can enter this conversation ready to receive. Yes. And be present.
0: Ain't nothing like going into the conversation tense knowing it's going to go to th- go to hell. <sighs> it's just like come the fuck on. Yeah. I don't have time for this. Um, Also, you want to be empathetic and have some empathy. empathy. So usually we we see the world through our own lenses, our own experiences. We all have different personalities, beliefs, religion, culture, all of that. So just make sure that you're empathetic so that you can understand a situation from somebody else's viewpoint. Always try to validate a person's perspective and acknowledge their opinion. That's important. And and this doesn't mean that you have to agree with the person. Right. It's just that you accept that they have a different perspective from you. And it's okay. Yeah. Agree to disagree. Yes. But also, I understand where you're coming from. I just don't feel the same.
1: I That's exactly what I'd be saying. I, I usually say, I hear you.
0: Period. Or, I feel
1: you. <laughs> but I don't agree.
0: Yeah. And that's okay. Yes.
1: And also have an open and receiving posture. When we speak, body language is everything. Mm-hmm. Tone, movements, that's all a part of our conversation and our experience. So when you're actively listening to someone, look like you're really being receptive to what they're saying. You know, you don't have to have your arms crossed. Yes. A little stinking think look like I'm not. Rolling your eyes right, every few minutes. Puffing and puffing. Checking your
0: watch. Um, checking an, your phone. Right.
1: And also pay attention to the other person's body language, too, because that can help you with um, understanding and comprehending their message. Yeah. Some things they might not say vocally, but you'll pick it up from their body language and their tone. Mm
0: -hmm. So a trick when you're actively listening and a way to show that you're actively listening to someone is to repeat or rephrase every, um, you know, or paraphrase every so often what the person is saying. Mm -hmm. So you can say something to me.
1: Okay, so, girl, I was at work, and my coworker, he just pissed me off. He came up to my desk, and he just stood, stood there and was staring, and I'm like, what are you doing? What What do you want me to do for you? Mm-hmm. So, I'm just getting tired of these motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> okay, so he came up to your desk trying to play you, girl? Yes. Staring at you? Yes. What the fuck? Could he, it's that vibe. Yes, there you go. <laughs> it's you that know, vibe, okay? Yes. We're giving the energy right back to the person. And also that creates a more depth of conversation. It's nothing like you talk to a person and you're like, Did you hear me? Oh, hello. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Stop calling the one take Jake. Hello? Stop calling my phone. No, but you'll be like, Hello, you there? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. You'd be like, Okay, I'ma okay. just call you back. Mm-hmm. You sound
0: busy. Right, right. That it just sucks. Yes. So yeah, try to paraphrase, repeat. Give them a little head nod. Mm hmm. Uh, I'm I'm yeah. with you. I'm here. We're present. I acknowledge that you're saying something. Something.
1: Yes. Shit. Exactly. That's an, That brings us to another trick. Use minimal encouragers. So when people are speaking, you can use brief positive prompts to keep the conversation going and letting them know, Hey, I'm still here.
0: Yes. Uh
1: huh. Oh, what then? What? And Bitch. Right. Can't believe sis. Yeah.
0: No. Yes.
1: Are you serious?
0: Seriously, girl. We're giving all of that. Yes. Okay. Minimal
1: encouragers, you know, letting them know I'm tapped in.
0: Tap in. Also, you you don't want to interrupt while another person is speaking. So no. don't be preparing. Don't be preparing. <laughs> don't prepare your reply while somebody else is fucking letting you know what they're feeling. Yes. So the last thing that the person says might change the meaning of the whole conversation. Yeah. So you just don't know where they might flow with it. And you already like, oh, after she say this one last word right here, I'm going to put my shit in. Like, uh, what?
1: Or you don't even hear what they're saying because you're so busy formulating your response. It's like, blah, 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 blah. Bitch, and I want to let you know. Right. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You're not even listening. The full on argument vibe. Right. God.
1: Hate it. Okay. Um, Also, avoid abruptly changing the subject. If you do shit like this, that's a clear indicator that you're not listening.
0: You ain't tapped in at all.
1: Especially if I'm talking about something deep and you like, you know what I got a taste for?
0: Oh, no.
1: Like, hello, I'm talking about my coworker. (laughs) What do you
0: have to say about my coworker? Right. What do you have to say about this situation at hand? A biggie is goes back to that body language, give eye contact. Mm -hmm. So eye contact during a conversation is extremely important. It shows that you're basically giving your undivided attention and that you care. You care about what I'm saying. Yeah. Your eyes are locked. Oh,
1: I can Brittany, what, what the fuck Sorry, is my your microphone. Problem?
0: Well, I care. I'm looking at her like, now I'm actively listening. <laughs> Shit. My God. It was a
1: mic malfunction.
0: Mm, okay, girl. Well, stay off of that thing. Sorry. Shit.
1: I just wanted to tell you that I care. Thank
0: you. <laughs> so in a nutshell, good communication skills. This, this whole thing requires a higher sense of self-awareness. Yes. Right, so once you also understand your own personal communicating style, then you can create a lasting impression on other people by being a good listener. Shit, if you know like, hey bitch, I'm here. (laughs) Yeah, You know, you also look like a better friend and a better colleague, a better associate, whatever you wanna say.
1: Yes, for sure. And most importantly, remember that sometimes people, most of the times people just want you to hear them and understand them. You mm-hmm. don't have to come with the therapy or the master advice because really therapy is you working through your own problems. You're speaking to them. They're restating what you what you said to them and causing you to open your mind and ultimately you be finding your own solutions. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. be doing the work. So that's a that goes hand in hand with being a good friend, a good person and being good to yourself too. Because like we said, we have to actively listen in our day to day lives, whether we're, um, getting some new information, having conversations, listening to something, even watching TV. It's important to be active listeners so that we can be the best person that we can be.
0: Sounds beautiful. All okay. Right.
1: So now it is time to, to pick, pick up, up your, your pen. pen. We're, We're dropping a gym. gym.
0: So this week our gym is the Honey Pot Co. That's the name of the company. It's feminine hygiene cleanser. Um, it's a normal wash. It's a super great. We spoke about the honeypot brand ooh long, long time ago. I want to say years because yeah. we've been doing this a couple of years. <laughs> we're on
1: episode 88. Yeah.
0: So I think it was in the first year. First year or so, for sure. Um, and we talked about products that we love. So we're just bringing this back around and serving it as a gym. So this first off, this is a black-owned. Business, okay. Mm-hmm. The FUBU, the for us buy us. Yes, ma'am. So black um, dollar,
1: that black dollar.
0: This is the black dollar right here. So it's free of any toxic toxic chemicals. There's no fragrance in this. It's plant based. It's um, a normal hygiene wash that's made for ladies who don't want to experience any irritation or dryness. So this is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great for your pH levels. It balances and ban- banishes any odors, which is great. And also, I was telling, well, first off, the creator of this, she was struggling with BV for a long time. She was. Mm-hmm. And she said that the ingredients and in this formula came to her from a dream and the, the from ancestors. From her ancestors, yeah, Yeah, gave her the tools to cure herself and heal herself. So she started whipping this shit up and now here we are. Yep. And it, it's all some good stuff in here. There's a normal wash and a sensitive wash. So if you are more prone to breaking out rashes, irritation, shit on your vagina just irritating you probably go with the sensitive i use the normal it hasn't given me any issues it's about ten dollars and you get mm, it says two ounces but i feel like it's more totally feels like more
1: well you don't need a lot because you're just cleaning the twat with this but yeah. you're not cleaning the whole, whole body. body it's not like you know the big jug of dove
0: Yeah, and and another thing, the area, like, you know, you'll see, like, the summer's eve wash or something will be, like, pH Mm balance. And it's, like, I have pH, pH. which part of, like, my body? Because the area on my vagina is different from, like, the area on my head and, you know, my skin is different. So, the area on your vagina on the outside and near the inside is, like, 3.5 in the inside and a 4 on the outside. Mm -hmm. So, are they saying it's pH balance to water? Because water is, like, a 7.
1: You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel what you're saying. So I'm like, I
0: can't be putting that down there.
1: I don't know what Summer's Eve is saying, but I know our mommy
0: at Honey Pot is talking <laughs> specifically about the twat. I know, and she's the one where I got the information that your vagina is 3.4 to 4, 3.5 yeah. to 4. But shit, if you're using Summer's Eve and they're saying it's pH balanced, nigga, to what? This water? Probably. Yeah, no. Pure water. Yeah, no migos. <laughs> no mass peak. Seriously, so it's like, Different vibes. So, yeah, it's it's easy. You just take a couple pumps, put it in your hands. I I found that it works best after my hands are clean and I'm in the shower. For sure, clean. Clean, yeah, because you're not using any towels. I wet my hands a little bit. I put just a little bit of water on my little kitty cat. Let's go. <laughs> and then, <laughs> And then I do the pumps, three pumps of the foam wash, and then I just kind of build a lather that way as opposed to being in the water and letting the water hit the soap and not building the lather. So the lather buildup is key. Key. Okay. Key to getting that thing squeaky clean. Get in there in those crevices. Get familiar with your own little thing and get it cleaned up. Creating healthy environments. Yeah.
1: Healthy, optimal environments for the
0: twat. Period. They sell
1: this product at Whole Foods, select Target. Whole Foods, Target, and she has a website. Thehoneypotco.com. So if you want your vagina. Actually, thehoneypot.co. Thehoneypot.co. Honeypot, the mm-hmm. If you're interested in vaginal health, this is a product for you.
0: Especially if you're interested in circulating that black dollar.
1: Girl, I thought she was going to say something completely different. What? Circulating Circulating that pussy or something. I don't know what you were going to say, but I'm like, okay, this girl's taking it there. No.
0: But yes. You too much.
1: The complete circulation. Hell, circulate it all.
0: And let me give you guys some other tea really quickly. They have pads. They have um, wipes, liners. They have uh, uh panty spray. What is that? Like a deodorizer. You know yeah. how the the um Summer's Ease has the panty Yeah, stop they putting that.
1: stop putting baby powder there because that can has cancer causing chemicals. The just, Johnson just tap and Johnson. In, tap
0: into the honey pot. You you won't be sorry, you won't regret it. So tap in, ladies.
1: Tap Ding. in and don't tap out.
0: That sound was your pussy thinking you.
1: <laughs> well, now that we've talked about pussies, let's transition on over to our girlfriend gag. Yes. So our girlfriend gag segment is where you, our girlfriend listener, sends your questions, your comments, your concerns, and we gag about them here on the show. Mm-hmm. So as we told you, we have a Facebook group, a secret Facebook group called the Black Girl Bravado Podcast Homegirl Hangout. And sometimes the girlfriends gag directly in that group, which we for sure welcome. We don't get to respond to them all because, again,
0: it's just mm. the two of us. Seriously. We, we can, can make it, it if we, we try. Just the two of us. So um
1: we pulled this from the. Actual, and I. Yes, we pulled this from the actual group and decided, hey, let's just gag about it on the show for the mommies that haven't made their way to the group for whatever reason. maybe they don't have a Facebook, maybe they're asleep. you know, we'll bring it there' because we'll this may
0: stay woke.
1: This may apply. So um, buckle up, brace yourselves. This is a little lengthy, but we'll get through it. Tap in. So she says, need some advice. My boyfriend of two and a half years broke up with me. We were in a rough place and kept arguing. We still love each other and have feelings for each other. I fell into a depression near the end of our relationship and it caused a lot of arguments because our communication was off. I said some things to him that he couldn't get past and he had just built up a lot of tension and never spoke about it until he couldn't hold it in. I believe he's my soulmate and the love we have is so deep. He broke up with me via text which broke my heart. We had a beautiful relationship and deep friendship and talked about marriage and a family. He said he mentally was stressed, which is why he sent that text. I only want for us to be strong enough to work it out and work through our issues. I forgave him and we've been communicating since our breakup. He wants us to work on ourselves and focus on our careers. I'm going back to school and need to focus and so does he on his new job. So I think he thinks he is going to be a distraction to me with our arguing and need space. He says he wants me to be... He says he wants to be with me in the future and he isn't planning on talking to anyone, but we just need to separate to work on ourselves. It's so scary, the thought of losing the love of my life. I have been so depressed and down, barely eating, not myself, isolating myself and just feeling such low self-esteem. I don't know what to do. Me and him hang out and we talk like we are together and our connection is still there. He is just hesitant and needs a break from the arguing. I'm having so much anxiety around this. And thinking about what he's thinking in our future and have not been able to focus and it's mentally draining me. I feel sick to my stomach every day and I feel stupid that I let a man break me like this. I'm disappointed in myself because I didn't realize how much self-love I was lacking. I just need some advice and motivating words right now. I need to work on loving myself, but it's hard. I also don't want to get my hopes up of getting back together and then we don't.
0: (sighs) Woo, Yeah. First off, girl, prayers. Dealing with that depression and feeling down and not eating and not sleeping, child, you you don't want to die, right? Not over this. No. No.
1: And um, I think what what creates a gray area and even further confusion is the fact that you guys are still, still hanging, hanging out. out and
0: still I, acting like you guys are together. The connection is still yeah. there without. And um,
1: I've been there before and it's not it's really not a healthy space to be in because it, it just further confuses things and it doesn't create boundaries and draw clear lines. And you are getting dragged along while the boyfriend is clearly stating that he doesn't want to be together. And that's what you want. But he's just keeping just a little enough interaction to keep you tethered, which is fucking with your emotions.
0: And ultimately, girl, come on, we got to call a spade a spade yeah call a spade a spade he's tired of the arguing he's saying we cannot be together we need to work on ourselves but clearly you guys are maintaining some sort of interaction for some sort of benefit likely his because he can say there's some something there but he doesn't have to have the full accountability vibe the full commitment so you got to cut those ties and lies (laughs) the lies he he wants to do his own thing Something about the relationship ain't working for him. Maybe it's just the argument we don't know, but you can't believe the, we got to let the niggas be the niggas. Yeah. The fact that he's saying, I'm not going to talk to anybody, that's crazy. Yeah. And I hope you don't believe that part. Don't be naive to that because once he's free from you and you are free from him, he can do whatever he want. Right. And Technically. Yeah. And things might take their course and he might end up talking to somebody. So don't let that be also break you
1: yeah don't let that be the source source of your depression and also um what you were saying is about you need some self-love i agree definitely self-love is at the root of this because you're worth so much more you're worth exactly what you want and you can for sure have a relationship where there's no confusion there's no arguments there's no pools and and then that
0: person will turn into the love of your life
1: Yes, and don't don't stress or rack your brain trying to figure out if you guys are going to be together and, you know, you're not eating, you're barely sleeping. If it's meant to be, it will be.
0: Yeah, let it go. Release it. Open your hands. You know that meme where it's like God is has his one hand out trying to take that little teddy bear oh, from yeah. that little girl and, and she's kind of like, back, is a has, bigger bear. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, no. But he already got something better for her waiting in the winds. That's you, sis. Just be okay releasing it. You don't know. He might come back and it'll be better than before. And if not, let us it have, might be a new bear. Let <laughs> I mean. Yeah. <laughs> he, you know, that bear might go and you might level up with a new bear that you didn't even anticipate that you, you might needed. Been, right. Or wanted. You
1: might you might be fucking around with a teddy bear and he's ready to give you a king size big daddy bear.
0: You fuck around, you fuck, fuck around, around, you fuck, fuck around and, and get keep- blessed. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean Let's just tap into that space and honor the divine feminine woman that you are, girl. You got a lot of power. Harness that. You shit. have
1: a lot of power, and just use use that same energy that you that you're putting into worry about worrying about him and what he's doing and if he's gonna want you back. Put all that energy into yourself and being the best person that you know you can be. Period. Although it may be hard, we're not saying this is going to be easy to let go. You guys have been together for, you know, two and a half years. That's not a quick stint. But it's not impossible. Hard impossible. does hard not equal impossible. And ultimately, you deserve the very
0: best. Period. But
1: you have to allow it to happen.
0: Clear and allow.
1: So, um... As always, we wish you the best. Yes. We know that you have the ability to make the best decision for you. So we're rooting for you. And thank you for sending We were rooting that, for you. you th- <laughs> thank you for sin. writing this in. Yeah. So. So we've reached the end of the road. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. You come. Screenshot, share it, text it, rate, review, all of that. Thanks for the background music. We appreciate you. We love you. And we'll chat again with you next week.
0: Come back here. We want to see you. For sure. Love you. Bye. Bye.